Hello there, and welcome to Platonic Life Mates. My name is Melissa. And I am Whitney, <clears throat> and I just took a big sip of soda water. Oh, God. <laughs> I went down um, wrong. Welcome, everybody. Uh, if you're listening to this when the podcast gets posted, uh, Merry Christmas Eve, and happy- We hope we're helping you avoid family. Yeah. You're think- welcome. <laughs> and happy third gift. night of Hanukkah as well. Yeah. That, that's our gift to you. We will help you avoid family. I hope everyone has had a good week. Not too crazy with holiday shopping and running around and preparing for family time. <laughs> I mean, not everyone can be as lucky as I and just avoid family time altogether. So that is my... Uh, that's my go-to for surviving holiday with family is to not partake. <laughs> Sometimes it sounds nice. I know. It's fine. I, I mean, this is after the fact, but anyone's welcome. Anyone's welcome. Anyone's welcome to a not... Build a time machine, go back in time, and come spend uh, Christmas with me. Actually, if they're listening on Christmas Eve, you know, Wednesday the next day, they can come and spend Christmas with me. They're more than welcome to. We'll order Chinese food. We'll watch some movies. Some real... Like, maybe we'll watch Die Hard. Mm. Chinese food and Die Hard sound pretty awesome for that Christmas. That sounds great. Um... Actually, I uh, I asked uh, Linda if we could go to a, see a movie because they don't do much on Christmas either. If we could go see a movie, have you seen Whitney? The uh, musical Cats is oh, a live action movie. Yeah, I don't I've actually know seen, when it comes. To- I've seen the trailer. They played the trailer at the Frozen Two movie. And you I, it was need to terrifying. go read the reviews. The reviews are hilarious. I want to. I want to. I want to drink and go watch this movie and then just i'd want to be stoned to go see it more than i just want to be drunk i don't want to i just want to be drunk and i want to go see it because it is it's something and i i love the musical oh i okay well we're not friends anymore so this is fun bye bye have a good time oh i cannot stand that musical but it there's just looks, a couple songs I really like. It looks amazingly bad. It looks so bad. It just doesn't translate onto screen. But that's okay. That's why I want to get drunk and go see it and then make fun of it. I'll probably get kicked out of the theater. I've never been kicked out of the theater. I say that in jest. I won't actually get kicked out. But anyway. How I've was your week? I've smuggled wine into theaters before. It's pretty easy to do with little wine juice boxes. Oh, my plan was to um, sneak in some whiskey or rum, one or the other, and then just get like a giant soda, like a giant yeah. Coke, and just add it in there. That was my plan. That's a good plan. I like that plan. Yeah. I've smuggled all kinds of shit into movie theaters. I know. Pints of ice cream and wine and margaritas and yeah. Pretty good. Mm. Um, we need to talk about the weird spooge sponge that you tagged me in. <laughs> That's how my yes. week is. We're talking about a spooge sponge. Yeah, I um, that I that have is- thought about this. I forgot about it actually. I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> it was cracking me up because it was like it was like a sponge lollipop that after sex you just go in there and you wipe it up. Did you look at the video like where it was like comparing it? Oh yeah. 
And then like their their marketing where they have like a Barbie doll sitting on the toilet looking all like, oh, did you see that on their website? The whole thing. Their marketing is really funny, but it looks like an old school push pop. It does. Because when you first sent it, I was like, why are you sending me push pops? And then I was like, not. This is for cleaning your out when you're full of spooge. Okay. And then I was like, are you calling me a cum dumpster? Because this feels very pointed. No, um, but it was, it was just the, um, that video, that, uh, the video that was in the, like you clicked on the link and then yeah. there was a video at the bottom of that page. That video just had me all kinds of ways. And then I also, start, then I really started thinking about it though. Cause I looked at it in the evening. I'd gone to bed and I couldn't sleep. And then I just pondered on it for like a solid half an hour. And I was like, this is so not needed. This is an expensive, no. stupid thing. Who is doing this? Because, like, then you're just sticking a sponge up there and smushing spooge around. And wh- why is toilet paper not enough for you? What is wrong? Like, I mean, and I'm sure I don't really know. What is happening? But I'm assuming that the, um, well, there's the applet like the sponge and then it's on it's literally like a it's lollipop on a, stick. on a stick so and i'm sure that's probably plastic and it's like well why are we introducing more single-use plastic <laughs> right when like when it's not even also who are you with and how much come are they <laughs> emitting where you're like guys i need a fucking mop because toilet paper is not cutting it i am sitting on the toilet and it's just coming out of me like a fucking <laughs> waterfall and I'm not able to control this spooge issue. I need a goddamn sponge on a stick. Like I feel like you should go back and post like post the link so people can get the reference of what this and the video there and the video the video like once you click on it and actually go to the page and you look at this video. I just who is asking for this? Who is just well? The, the best part is obviously handled. it was targeted towards me. Like it popped up in my Facebook ads. So, so you're obviously, the cum dumpster, not me. Okay, but I, I mean, but that's it's the furthest from truth it can be. Like I, I know, right? You're like this is not needed right now. <laughs> I appreciate you cheering me on. Not Facebook been for a very long time. Thank you. <laughs> I just, yeah, I had so many questions about this thing. And, like, Joey was asleep. I wanted to wake him up and be like, look at this. Look at this. I have seen so many unneeded products, but part of me wants to buy these and then take this as a white elephant to my work, which would be really inappropriate. (laughs) But I just. Some grad student gets it. Yeah. I'm just like, why is this a thing? I just don't understand. And then in their marketing, they were like, oh, that. You know that awkward walk to the bathroom. I'm like, you still have to do that. You're not having sex and then shoving the sponge up your twat and then going to the, like, this is not what this is for. I mean, you know, it's somebody's kink. Like they're just laying in bed. They hand their fellow a thing. They're like, well, get to dusty. Yeah. Clean up. Thank you. (laughs) He puts his little French maid, little bonnet on and his little apron. And he just goes to town with this little if that works for you that works for you but i just was it was the most unneeded and weird item i had seen in so long and i saw it it was it was one of those things it was just like it was and i was alone right i was at my house and i was just like i have to share this with somebody like i can't (laughs) i can't just to see this 
I can't just read this and move on with my life. Like I need to bring someone else into the weird, weird, it was amazing. weird situation I'm in. And I was just like, Whitney, yes. Whitney will like this. You were right. And I did. You're welcome. It was amazing. Well, so was that how your week went? Was that just the, the I mean, that, that was week? just, it was a lovely thing. And then, um, oh, speaking of cum dumpsters, did you oh, wow. see that, that dude down in Savannah, that runner who slapped that reporter's ass live on TV? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. And then he, he is like, lawyer released a statement. It's like, he, he did so not with criminal intent like he slapped someone's ass that's it's sexual and like i saw the video and my heart like have you seen it my heart broke for her because she's talking and like people you know are running by and like waving their hands and no one's fucking touching her and she's reporting and then when it happens you see it on her face of just like what? She probably doesn't know how to react. Like, yeah, she's, she's live on TV. She's also just been assaulted. And so, and she's like, someone just hit me on my ass. Someone yes. just touched my person. Like this, and it wasn't like an accident. We bumped into somebody. Like it was a yeah. Someone purposely just touched my ass. Ugh, it was just gross. That that um, I saw that that group that organized that run. Like they, you know, they found out who this guy was. He's of Good. course, uh, like He's a never youth done group like before, yeah, person oh, and a uh, Boy Scout troop leader. Gross, yeah. And his, and he may be brought up, you know, on like assault charges, which I he hope should. he is. He should. Um, well, the, I misjudged character. Your what was no. your uh, was not. Uh, I did not have criminal intent of my actions. Then what were your intent for your actions? You saw your this woman to touch a woman. You saw this woman doing her a reporter reporting live. You saw her there, and you thought, "I'm going to take my hand and I'm going to use it to slap her ass." Um, like what was your intention? Embarrass mm-hmm. her, touch her, yeah, take all her the power, above. assert be, be, your power, exactly, ex- assert your dominance. Like it's so gross. But that group who put on that race has banned him from any of their like to, to life. take part in any of their events. So I appreciate Good. that. Did you? I think I also shared with you this. I, this had me feeling all sorts of ways and all sorts of pissed off and like. I want to go like pick at something and like just go scream at people. The uh, former governor of Kentucky on his last day, he pardoned all kinds of criminals, people who like related to people who raised money for his campaign. Um, You know, and he pretended like, oh, I didn't know. Like, you know, there's lots of people in Kentucky I didn't know they were related to. And I feel like I should preference this with this is all like opinion based. I don't want to be sued. Not that anyone's <laughs> going to listen to this part, but I'm just saying. But one of the people that he pardoned, and he pardoned so many on his last day, like it was ridiculous. One of the people that he pardoned was a man that was serving, um, I believe, a 20 year sentence for raping a 12 year old. No, I think it was a nine. He, it was a nine year old. Okay, maybe she was 12 at trial. Yeah. But the reason he pardoned her, the reason or reason he pardoned him was because according to him on her medical exam her hymen was not completely broken 
I know. So therefore, a rape did not occur. And the person, he was questioning, like a reporter was questioning on this. They're like, how do you know? Like, that's not, and he was like, you need to go look at the facts of the case. And the reporter's like, I'm asking you. And he was like, you got to go look it up. Go, go look up the case. And he's like, I'm asking you. Like, he refused to answer the questions because there's no way he reviewed, because he, he pardoned so many people. Yeah. There's no way he reviewed those cases. Also, and I, Hyman, I just hope somebody looks into it. Oh, yeah. Hyman has nothing to do with Hyman virginity. Has nothing to do with virginity. A Hyman is a scrunchie, not a piece of cellophane, people right um and like that doesn't mean that that man didn't assault that nine-year-old child what the fuck is wrong exactly with you? like he was it doesn't oh my God. yeah i saw that too and i'm just like well i knew he was a piece of human garbage i know uh, but like it's a special disgusting piece of shit and the guy and because he was pardoned he doesn't even have to register as a sex offender so this little girl and her mom have no way of being told his whereabouts and where he's living or anything like that and i'm sorry but he just got he got he got away with it. Oh, he yeah. got away with it. He's going to most likely assault somebody else. Yes. And I just hope somehow someone, even if it's just civil, like reckless, endangered something, I hope this governor just gets put in his place. Oh, he's just he's a pig. So there's just there's no excuse. And the people he pardoned, like he pretended not to know, but they they were family members of people who donated to him and helped him with his campaign. It's just gross and sick. Mm-hmm. It's sick. Oh it's yeah. Sick. I think he's pardoned like 400 and something people altogether. Yeah. Unlike his last day. There's no way he reviewed all those cases. No. There's no way he reviewed all those cases if he started a year ago. But there's no, I mean, he was right. He was planning on being reelected. Oh, yeah. It was a close race. Yeah. He thought he would win. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's Kentucky. Exactly. And he's the we were Republican. We're surprised that he got voted out. But it's just, it's so disheartening. I You just... I mean, you know, I mean, there were other crimes that were just as, you know, just as heinous. It was just, you know, happened to read about this one. And it's just, it's inexcusable. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. It's inexcusable. He was found guilty. All the evidence was there. Medical evidence. All this stuff. You know, and then somehow this guy, because there's not a hymen there, he apparently knows more than doctors. I know. Like, you're not a fucking doctor. The hymen doesn't mean shit. It goes with all the other like shit people have said that like uh, I wish I could I wish I had it in front of me to actual quote the actual people but like uh, you know a legitimate rape oh, you can't Jesus get pregnant Christ. with a legitimate rape because the body has a way of shutting that shit down or um, if women have uh, a right to an abortion then men should have a right to um, you know flex their you know their their natural needs and rape these are all like you know elected representatives that say this kind of stuff i want to find i'm going to find all those and i'm going to post them just because i just want to make sure those quotes are direct and they're it's ridiculous it's not okay and it's just well and it's like you know i feel like the ohio bill that has it been passed or is it coming up i can't remember now it's coming i mean it's gonna get shot down you'll have to implant an atopic pregnancy and if the doctor doesn't do it, they can be brought up on criminal charges. Like that's, that can kill a woman. Yeah, I've first known of all. several people who have had atopic pregnancies and who wound up in the hospital and almost died. I can think of three mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Oh yeah, and also I feel like I've never actually like talked about this outside of like a couple couple people, and I'm just because we're on this topic and we're just going to go with it. And people get so caught up in abortion and you know late term abortion. People are not. And I'm not saying it's 100%, but people are not, for 99.9% of the time, are not delivering healthy, normal babies and having them killed. I had a second term 
uh, spontaneous abortion miscarriage is what we call it but it's technically a spontaneous abortion your body is aborting it all right and to get that fetus out of my body i had to have an abortion i had to deliver the child to remove it from my because my body wasn't going to expel it because it wasn't like a normal miscarriage where you're just going to like this is a more formed fetus than a typical couple cell cluster cells so technically i had a late-term abortion I didn't kill a healthy baby. Exactly. I removed a dead fetus from my body. But if you look at statistics, that was a late-term abortion. And that's what people are doing. We're using late-term abortions as birth control. No, people are not. Yeah. Like, people are not being, like... And I just like, can't oh, my the spread of uneducated bullshit like that. Yeah. I can't stand it. And then, when you talk about feminism, you talk about, oh, feminists, dykes, and all that. No! It's because people release sex offenders. It's because people misquote all kinds of bullshit. People have the use of... Te- no! That's why people are feminists, because you guys are fucking stupid, and you don't know how to have a real conversation in a real world, and so people have to be loud and talk about their rights, and wear pussy hats to get attention so you can understand what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. that's what it is sorry no i you know i agree with that because you're it's just because your your religious organization's healthcare plan will pay for viagra but you won't pay for birth control like that's why i'm gonna talk about this because yeah because you're spouting off nonsense about like women coming in at 37 weeks pregnant delivering babies and then them and the doctor aspiring to uh have the baby killed like what are you talking about this is not happening but okay ridiculous so something so we need to move on but topics for another time are um, I think to discuss is talking about this, like we can't euthanize because they're not a dog, but about two states that have death with dignity. I think those are things we could discuss another oh, time. Yeah. Also, men and Viagra oh, and Jesus gross things. Christ. I have been watching um excuse me. I have been watching a show called Escaping Polygamy. I actually did not know a lot about for I, I didn't really know that much about the Mormon religion. I assumed it was just like any other denomination of Christianity. It just coupled up. No, not even. I don't even mean polygamy. I mean like the, like the yeah. More, yeah. There are some weird beliefs. Oh, yeah. Like and this whole polygamy thing. I would love to just like deep dive into that a little bit more. I've learned so much about like what they believe, and it's just like like these men think they're a god oh yeah and they're going to take out of their own own planet when they die yes yeah and these like women are oh my gosh and i just want to like like this this show and obviously it's probably dramatized to a point i get that but it just totally makes me want to like take like a sabbatical to utah and like help people escape my we have like a cut uh what would she be a second cousin i don't know i always forget the degrees of cousins but a, a cousin of my in some degree he's mormon mm-hmm. um she's very into genealogy and stuff i've met her once or twice but they also will have like stand in they'll stand in for somebody and baptize like them but in your place mm-hmm. so oh, i'm yeah. like i bet oh. our whole family has been like baptized into the mormon church like as a stand-in because there was a huge thing oh god this was a long time ago now i care like decades ago they were doing this for jews who had been murdered and and persecuted during the holocaust 
they were getting their names and and baptize like standing in and baptizing them into the Mormon church. Yeah. And it was like these people died for their beliefs and you have the goal to now like what are you doing? Baptize them into your religion. They were persecuted, murdered uh, for their religion and their beliefs. And it was, so it's it's bananas. Also, the Mormon oh. mommy blogger thing is a weird thing to dive into. Oh, boy. Mm. Well, what started me look like kind of like kind of looking into Mormonism and then how I found the show. But not that I was converting. But so widow friend. I feel like I always return back to widow friend. There's a lot of us out there. But so even like I don't know what the right word is, but like non polygamous Mormons, they still believe in like celestial polygamy. Like they're going to have many wives in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. But so part of like some, I guess sometimes part of like a marriage ceremony in the Mormon religion, non polygamous Mormon, I don't know, actually know the different names, but you get, you get sealed to each other. Right. And a man. So like if a man's wife dies, he can be sealed. He can get remarried and be sealed to another woman. A woman, and this is my friend, her husband has died and she was sealed to her her husband. And she like she believes in her faith, but like no men want to date her because she's sealed to her husband. So she can't she will be with her husband in the afterlife. She can't be with a new husband unless she goes through an unsealing. And it's just like and you're basically so she can't just go like live pretending on their like planet. Your husband. She has to live on her first husband's yeah. planet. Oh man. Yeah. And they won't date her if she's gonna go live on her first husband's well, planet. You know? And I I get it. Like, it's kind of heartbreaking. But I'm also like, then why are you a part Mm -hmm. of this? This sounds fucking insane. Because who are you? Yeah. If you guys all believe this, you, who you You find, you'll be alone. Because people believe you're going to go fuck off to your planet with your husband. And I honestly, honestly believe, like, who, who, Joseph Smith, is actually the founder of, or, I, honest to God, I, honest to God, believe he just wanted a reason to be able to 100 percent. there were no fucking like, golden tablets in new york uh yeah and honestly the more book of mormon contradicts itself because it talks about like kind of like the normal christian bible about you know all this you know this stuff but then also but joseph smith like god was like god was a man just like any other man and had multiple wives and started his own planet and now we live on our god's planet sure okay and jesus has a family and the fucking kingston group which is a polygamous group like believe they're descendants of christ of christ of jesus christ like i mean just like calm your tits a but anyway we're way we, off yes, topic but no, all these are topics I for another time. a very large rabbit hole about various religions in my thoughts because you know that that well runs very deep uh and then i send my child to a catholic school right now i am a complicated i have lots of feelings I have lots of feelings about that. Uh, yeah, but they're not trying. I mean, I'm not saying Catholicism is innocent. It is not. But they're also like not going to try to marry your daughter off to a 57 year old when she's 12. No, I mean, for his celestial but wife. Damn, indoctrination game. starts fast, like first week. It and does. I am atheist. Just so clearing that up for all listeners, I am a staunch atheist. Uh, Joey is. I think he classifies himself as agnostic. Uh, and we send her to Catholic school just because of the way the schools are here. It's a it's a weird thing. Um, so yeah. She calls she calls him Cheez Its uh instead of Jesus, because we've never said Jesus in this house, but we have said Cheez Its quite a bit. 
And it's a whole thing. I have lots of feelings. We'll talk about it in the new year. So back on topic. How I don't even remember. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, those were the things on my mind for the week. The last thing I was going to save this for my tiny joy, but no one's listening now. So I might as well talk about it. Um, right the the funniest thing that i besides the spooge sponge i (laughs) i forgot about the spooge sponge i don't know how we got to polygamy from spooge sponge but i feel like it's a natural progression they they need spooge sponges because he's those dudes are spooging everywhere on so many different women we should send probably use them viagra we should send spooge sponges out to the polygamous camps um no, so there – do you remember nine years ago, Folgers did that commercial – it was their holiday commercial where, like, a brother comes home and he's been, like, in the Peace Corps in, in Africa and he comes home. He's, like, making like, coffee he, in the yeah, morning he, like, before the, the taxi pulls up and it shows yeah. up and then his sister comes down and she's like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, and he's like, sister? And, like, you, you got the very dis- – you were just, like – are they brother sister or are they gonna fuck on the coffee table uh, i don't know so i hadn't thought about that commercial in a while and i was on gq's website and there is a whole it's called what is it called oh shit uh it's called you are my present this year an oral history of the folgers incest ad and it just fucking made my day <laughs> It, wow. it was like a thing. I did not know it was such a thing because I remember this ad being like, I remember it. They've played it a long. I mean, they, they played, played it a for a couple years. It, it hasn't played yeah. since 2012. Yes. Um, because I think a lot of people were like, so brother and sister are fucking cool. Merry Christmas. Um, maybe there's maybe it's a, maybe she's a maybe. sister wife, but. It this article made me so happy. They interviewed like director. They interviewed the guy who was like helping with the camera on the audition day, who winds up being Jonah from fucking Veep, which icing on the cake. Oh, amazing! Wow. Uh, they like they interview all these people. Him, the they even talked to like fan. There's fanfic out about this. I had no idea. The internet is a glorious place. So. I, I will link it in the show notes. I highly recommend going to look at it because it just really made my day. Um, I guess we're taking... We have so much stuff on it. I want to I go look up the quotes, the abortion it was, quotes. Ugh, yeah. Watch. We have so many things to look up. Folgers. It's, fold, oh, it's Folgers um, incest, Dad. Uh, sponge. So good. So good. You're going you're gonna to have a difficult time picking a title for this. There's so there's many, so many so i feel like so <laughs> my week well this has been entertaining uh my week has not been quite as entertaining as yours i, don't I just i just random so, things I, yeah it's fine I, well that's it's all random but i you know how we've talked about before about um mercury and gatorade yeah, or retrograde yeah. or whatever and it like affects things so i really need to know because i've had i've been feeling a lot of ways this week and I wanted to know if there was a planet I could blame. I'm sure it there is. Like, you know, something in. in yeah, I'm sure something is rising or Jupiter. something. Yeah. Because I've ha- even like today. So I started my day. So we started talking about this earlier before we started recording. I started my day, well, yesterday. I haven't been to bed since the day before, but which is normal. I started my day of like getting dressed and getting ready because <clears throat> I had to go mail stuff at the UPS store and I wanted to be the first people there because I'm, I figured it was going to be a zoo. 
I started my day with a panic attack, like epic proportions, like pacing, screaming, crying. So I want to plan it to, I want to plan to blame that on. And my solution to having a panic attack and having a full day of stuff I needed to get done was to go to Starbucks and get two venti coffee. It makes sense. <laughs> that was how I, that's how I dealt with my emotions. I just crushed them down with caffeine. Yeah. And, uh. I had no regrets about you that, got your about shit done. Caffeine. We'll see if I, we'll see you if need I to drug tonight, yourself because um, you're coming to my house tomorrow. I do. I do. Have, I do have. I have some good drugs. Um, one of them. It's sometimes it's like I'll sleep. Oh, for yeah, don't take the drug ex, that knocks you out um, for like 18 hours. You'll miss. You'll miss lunch at my house. Yeah. Well, it's for it's typically diagnosed with. Um, well, it's because it's from PT from everything that's happened but with ptsd but it's typically prescribed to soldiers coming home from being deployed and i'm the white girl in ohio that has the same medication but i digress anyway oh let's go on to something more fun i don't know if it's great but it is it is more fun and that is the third the final to the trilogy that is average joe doesn't save christmas all right for those of you who don't know this is the third part we've had two previous parts but don't worry i'm going to give you a quick review um we tell this story mad lib style so i asked whitney a couple questions that we probably edit out because it gets kind of boring but and then we'll go over the whole story wrap it all up but to review in part one the town's roller skate factory what was the name you always skip over the name of the roller skate factory it was Banana Hammocks, and then I do this every time, and it slows us down. It was Banana Hammocks Roller Skate Company. Thank you. Yes. You, are you done? You done? Okay. Average Joe believes he can save the factory by giving the factory owner's daughter her Christmas wish, and her Christmas wish is to have snow. Joe rents a snow machine, sets it up. Doesn't set it up correctly. It catches fire. It catches the uh, Christmas tree lot next door. Burns down all the Christmas trees ruins christmas she breaks up with him and convinces her family to close the factory three days early we go on to part two and there's of course there's the town bell tower needs to be revitalized um there's a fundraiser joe wants to help out and uh he wants to write an article about one of the supporters and he finds out the supporter is actually the prince of gilbertonia the prince get mad, flees, pulls all of his subsidies from Santa, and Santa has to cancel Christmas because all of his elves are out sick because of elfing parents not vaccinating their elf children. So, Joe has not yet managed to save Christmas. The title of the story is Average Joe Doesn't Save Christmas, so I think you know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Whitney, I need a girl's mm-hmm. name. Thelma. I need a town name. A small, small town. town. It's a very small I'm town. I'm going to call it mm-hmm. Fancy Pants. I don't know about you. And then I need an adjective. Plump. Uh, I need an old timey year. The year was 1912. Good one. That's a good one. Okay. Um, give me a dog breed, please, ma'am. Or I mean, or you can make. I mean, it can be a. Can I make one breed. up? Well, I mean, uh, no doodles though. Oh no, doodle. No, no, no doodle. doodles. I don't like a doodle. I'm not a doodle. Uh, I'm gonna go with the national dog breed of Gilbertonia, 
which <laughs> is a a wire haired brown nut chested pump a dude. Mm-hmm. Did you get that? Yes, it is a wired, hard brown, nut-chested pompadude. Yes, it's very rare. All right, give me an adjective, ma'am. Oh, God damn it! Uh, Your language is offensive. I've said so much worse. Obnoxious, because that is what I'm feeling right now. You love me. Mm. I need a old-timey man name. No, oh, for God's sakes. I already used Melvin, so that's my go-to. Um... Oh, in hindsight, was that supposed to be about me, Melvin Gilbertonia? No, but I just liked it. Maybe subconsciously it was. I don't know. I felt like you were trying to put us together. (gasps) Finally. Finally. Uh, (laughs) An old man name. I'm going to go with Ernest. Ernest scared stupid. Ernest saves Christmas, so maybe he can help Joe. You know what? You're on to something. Hint, hint, hint. No, Mm. you're not. Adverb. (laughs) (laughs) All right, another adverb. My list of adverbs is slowly getting shittily small. Um, well, adverbs are easy when you're trying to be a professional Mad Lib writer. Occasionally. <laughs> All right, are you ready for the final segment? I should have made the dog breed a spooge sponge. Can it's I? Too late. Can nope, I change my answer? No, I'm not letting you do that to my story. I want to change my answer. No, ma'am. I want to change my answer. Vetoed. All right. Uh, All right. Are you ready for this story? Well, this is fine. This is how how the saga ends. All right. A big city girl named Thelma comes to the city or the town of Fancy Pants and the Plump country of Flutenbergerstan. So now we know where our story takes place because we've got through part one and two without knowing where our story actually takes place. She has arrived because her scruffy grandmother recently passed away and left her struggling bed and breakfast to Thelma. Nope, yep, that seems about right. (laughs) Thelma plans to cheerfully renovate the bed and breakfast and sell it and go back to the big city where her big city fiancé is and her Christmas Eve wedding. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She inside learns that no one will work on the bed and breakfast, let alone stay there because of the obnoxious note ghost from 1912. <gasps> oh my God. Did I just rewrite the spirit of Christmas and didn't know it? Yes, ma'am. <gasps> I'm so excited. Ghost. Average Joe brings her a wired, hard brown nut chested Papa dude puppy. Also known as a spooge sponge puppy. Nope. Nope, nope. To help protect her from the ghost. However, Uh-oh. Thelma and the ghost, who is named Ernest, fall in love. <laughs> they fall in love, Whitney. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Big city, mm-hmm. Big city an girl. Average, an average Joe wants to help, because that's how he is. And he finds an, inca- an occasional witch from Gilbertonia. <laughs> and the witch manages to bring the ghost into the now. However, while doing so, the witch learns the truth about Ernest. He has a frequently pregnant wife in the ghost world he was cheating on to be with Thelma. Fucking ghost infidelity. I swear to God. Thelma tells the witch to send him back to the year 1912. Good for her. 
when Thelma that finds was. out all of this, she sets the bed and breakfast on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she sets it on fire to collect the insurance money. Mm-hmm. And Average Joe even gave her the gasoline to do it because he thought he was she was going to put it in her car to drive back to the big city where her big city fiance is and her Christmas Eve wedding. On her way out of town, she takes the sweet puppy to the pound. Oh, damn. Thelma. Nothing goes right in the story. This is not, I never promised happy endings. The puppy runs out of the pound and into the busy street. Oh, no. This is going to be hard for me to read. Not this. little Giuseppe. Average Joe sees the puppy and sweetly goes to save it. But as everyone knows, Joe has terrible, awful, abysmal luck. There's a huge truck speeding towards the puppy. Oh, no, Joe. This is hard. Okay. Somehow, against all odds, Joe manages to scoop the puppy up in time. He gets to the curb where it's safe. Average Joe relaxes and starts always petting the puppy and notices its collar and name tag. Whitney. What? The puppy's name is Christmas, and Joe realizes he's finally in a way saved Christmas. Oh, well, Joe. I mean, okay. I will technically give it to you. Joe saves Christmas, Whitney. Okay. Joe saves a puppy named Christmas. Joe saves Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hope now that that is the true love of his life is the little puppy Christmas. The uh, wire-haired, hard, brown, yeah, nut-crusted Pompadou yeah. named Christmas. He saved Christmas. There you go. All right. Don't ever ask me to write another Mad Lib ever again for as long as you live. Hey. Although you didn't I ask, say, I didn't ask you to do this. You said, I have a fun idea. And I was like, I whatever. Well, technically, technically, Amanda's friend asked. Because, you know, we talked about it in episode one. And then, well, here we are. Okay. All right, Whitney. Oh, I think it's time to talk to Amanda. Amanda, what is your thought on the spooge sponge? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she probably has a drawer full. Have you met mm-hmm. Amanda? I have not. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how. It- oh, okay. Good to know. Thank you, Amanda. That has been um, three seconds with Amanda. Okay. Oh, wait. I will take a moment, though, and say thank you to the couple of people who have written a review in this past couple days. We greatly appreciate it. Um, You didn't put what book, movie, or topic we want you to talk about. So I'm just going to talk about whatever I want and attribute it to you. You're welcome. Anyone else listening, if you want to take a minute and give us a rating and review on iTunes, it's very helpful. It helps people find our show um, because... yeah, just is really helpful. And you can also subscribe and whatever, whatever pod catcher, I think that's what they're called, you use to listen. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much to the two people who have done that. You are our good children. All right. Well, today we are going to chat a little bit about a book we read for December because we read a book a month. And this month, the book was The Importance of Being Wicked by Victoria. Oh, no. Yeah, Victoria Alexander. Yeah. I forgot her name. Well, there is. There's a, there's another book, another Regency book with the same title, different author, different premise. I read like the description. I was, it was very... Yeah, threw me for a loop. Um, so we're just going to talk about that. It is an England Times sexy time book. So there you go. Something a little different. 
And I have to say that we both liked it. So there you go. How about that? Yeah. It will be generally positive. I would recommend it. I yeah. mean, it does. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good compared to the like compared to the Night Before Christmas movie and the last book we read. This is primo. Yeah, it was good. She's a good writer. She does. Uh, she writes dialogue and banter very well. So I will probably read. Then this is a series, and you've met some of the yeah. other characters, which I'm assuming were their stories were in the earlier books. And so, yeah, when I get time, I might read one of those because she does like dialogue and banter very well. So, yeah, I feel like for whatever reason, we picked like it's like the third book in a series somehow, but that's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, But our book starts out in 1884. So it's almost the end of England times because I don't. Yeah, I'm just deciding that now. So for whatever reason, I definitely wrote down 1887. Well, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Does it really matter? It might be 1887. I don't give a shit. Well, you read a different version of the book. We learned you read a little bit different version. You read an. I read uh, the digital copy. And I read the hard copy. And my book had a lot of grammatical weird choice errors in there. And you didn't have that. So who knows? Maybe that's maybe there's different dates. No, I just didn't write it down. I'm going off memory. So. Uh, So it starts in 1880-whatever in (laughs) England times. It's the morning and there's been a fire at some big rich person's house. Bum, bum, bum. And we meet a gentleman who, spoiler alert, is the hero of our book. His name is Winfield Elliot. They always have the dumbest names. Winfield Elliot. Viscal. I feel like you should say his name with an English accent. I'm sorry. I have a sore throat. I will try. His name okay. is Winfield Elliot. And his cousin, Grayson Elliot, who doesn't have a title because he's just a cousin. So, yeah. Sorry, dude. So there was a there was been a fire in the middle of the night and they're looking at the damage and, you know, what has happened at their giant, big, huge house that has been in the family for 300 years. Oh, my. And I thought, ooh, yay, a fire. Is there arson? Ooh, exciting. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. This is literally the fire is a meat cute. That, that's what the fire <laughs> is, guys. And the fire is not as bad as they thought it was going to be. He thought like the fire only I mean, the, it didn't burn down the whole house or yeah. anything like that. So, okay, basically, that's the epilogue. Shit, there was a fire. Here are two dudes. They're very rich. The super rich one is the guy we're following, and that's his cousin. He seems nice. Then we go back to London, and we meet Miranda. Lady Miranda Lady Garrett. Miranda Garrett. She's dining with her sister, Bianca. And she's not listening to a word Bianca says, because apparently Bianca talks a lot. But her internal monologue is... Blah, 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 Bianca, blah, 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 blah. My God, I have a lot of shit to do because I have all these secrets and my family can't find out. And I was like, ooh, yay, secrets. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Turns out. I don't, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say a lot of things are happening. Like a place burnt down, arson, someone tried to kill them. She has secrets. Ooh, what's yeah. happening? Like, I was like, intrigued. I was like, Scooby-Doo England times. Yes. That's my mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah. Turns out we find out Miranda is a working lady and i was like prostitute not that no, ki- not, not that, that kind, kind of lady. lady she's a lady but they do kind of they do they do imply that like even in, when you read the description of the book it's like oh her her um 
her employment. Like, it's, it is very subtle. They kind of like suggest that she might be a lady of yeah. the night. Just in the like, oh shit! All right, because she's I like, know. my you family can't find out what I do, and I was like, damn! All right. Well, it turns out uh, we also find out Miranda is a widow, and she's twenty eight years yes. old. And I was like, yay! She's twenty eight years old. I got very excited. Normally, these England time books, they're like eighteen. Or 20, maybe. If they're old and on the shelf, they're 20. I've never seen a man before. They don't. They're know, scared like, of penises. They're, just, they're scared of everything. And everyone makes choice like this. They're not independent. They can't leave their house. They've never been kissed, which always is irritating as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, no. Miranda's a widow. She lives in her own house. She was married. We learn later in the book, uh, a little bit later in our chapter two, that she... Um, she really loved her husband and they had a good yes. relationship. And so she's not some like, I was abused by an old man and his shriveled old man penis. Like, no, none of that. She right. has like pleasant sex before. And, and so it's good. I'm like, yay, this is a good heroine. Which is different than most movies, like most movies, sorry. Most books kind of set with this that if they happen to have a widow, it's usually, it's usually bad or it's never good or. And it's just like, uh, again, but this was a good, you know, a good husband. And she even like at one point, she very um, acknowledges, like, accepts how much she's changed. And it's just she's very like intellectual going about mm-hmm. things. She's learned how much she's changed and how her life is different and accepts things. And I'm just like, this, this was I need to screen books better because there were some parts in that where this whole like changing and understanding and having a good relationship. I was like. Maybe that's why I had a panic day. Was this goddamn book this week? <laughs> it might have been. I know when I started reading this, I was like, I didn't know she was a widow at all. Oh, shit. I was like, how did I fucking, because I picked this book out. And I was like, how did I miss it? And I went back and read everything that I looked at. We were at half price. I was like, oh, it's on there. I just must have skimmed it. It's literally the last word. A very desirable widow. And I was like, fuck. I must have just been making quick decisions. Maybe I had to pee I at half price did. books. And you peed like three times much. when we were there. So probably. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we learned that. We also learned she is the youngest of six children in her family, which is a big thing. Um, and then we learn she's not a prostitute, guys. That's not her business. No, sorry. No. She is running the business her husband had started, which is an architecture firm. Um, that is how her and her husband met. They were at a lecture about buildings and pillars and bricks and architecture shit and they met because she loved drawings of you know doing that and uh they Mm -hmm. hit it off and they wound up getting married and he started an architecture firm and then she learned from him and and that's another thing he supported her like being an architect and learning about this like he was supportive of it it wasn't like oh no sweetie you stay home and take care of the kids like he liked like he encouraged her about that so i'm like this is a good yeah. husband which, which is, is rare, rare in these books for the first husband the you know the widowed lady to have a great experience with a first husband you're just like oh this is yeah, refreshing I was, I was here for it it was very nice mm-hmm. um so yes yeah, so we learned oh that's what her secret is she's running this architecture firm still and she learned how to do architecture like right and real. She basically apprenticed under him. She always loved it. And before he even died, she was doing a lot of the drawings with him and then kind of was doing them on her own. And since he died two years, three years previous, so she's been a widow three, for three years, three. she has been 
secretly doing the drawings still. Mm-hmm. And she has a she has a partner who kind of is the face of the yes. of the business who like meets people because obviously no one's going to deal with a woman because that's unheard of. Women are not architects, but there's a you know a man, and she and part of the reason she does do this too is because her husband had employees, and they would just they would lose their livelihood too, so she kind of takes it on herself to continue the business and make sure that they have paychecks, and that's another it's it's why also people can't find out her secret because it's not just her losing her job, it's her employees would be losing their job and their income as well, and she doesn't want that to happen. So she's like a boss bitch of like eighteen eighty whatever. She's England Times boss bitch. Mm-hmm. hashtag yeah, bosh bitch i was here for it so we learn all of that and it's like oh okay and we also learned that her husband had died three years ago in a scaffolding accident and i was like ooh, intrigue and that he had only just come into his title whatever the fuck his title is i can't remember she's a lady whatever the english title is to that uh only like three or four months before he died uh, and I was like, ooh, ooh, Scooby-Doo, England Times. Ooh, how did he die? Because then someone mentions offhand the previous heir before that, his cousin or whoever, he died out of nowhere and so did his son. And I was like, oh my God, a plot mm-hmm. is afoot. It's Scooby-Doo Times in England. But no, unfortunately that doesn't go anywhere. It's not Scooby-Doo Times. And I why that was like mentioned and brought forward like is it going to come up in another book a previous book or is it just like the the plot idea changed and it just wasn't corrected because it yeah. just seems out of place it's for it literally to be brought up, brought up by one person it. randomly as like a sentence and i grabbed onto it mm-hmm. so hard i got so excited I was right. like, sweet and then okay so we've met miranda we've lady garrett we've met win or lord sitwell or whatever the fuck his name is uh winfield, winfield. Um, and somehow it so happens that Lady Miranda Garrett's architect firm is the firm that comes highly recommended to Winfield to hire to redo um, the parts of his estate that have burned and he's very you know he gets them to come he's very excited to like meet them and when she's the one that shows up there is so her the architecture firm is called Garrett that's her last name in Tempest because there is to start the firm her husband had a silent partner who gave her a loan gave them a loan and he went by the name of Tempest but she doesn't know who this person is he, that person stayed silent they never met them and or she never met them and um, they don't have anything to do with the business except they gave this big chunk of money and then Miranda pay, you know, makes a payment on it every month. And that is important. So sorry. I just wanted no, to throw fine. that in there. No, it's fine. Oh, I, was, I just kind of was just kind of setting up to um, she shows up uh, Winfield, you know, she she comes out of basically she gets out of the carriage to see Winfield and he is surprised by that. That's all I was adding. He's there. like, lady, what? Mm hmm what yeah he's like looking in the carriage for the man and she's like walking off ahead of him he's like Whoa, who's this saucy bitch and uh she just like calls while not even looking at him over her shoulder she's like there's no one else it's me mm-hmm. like come on and i feel like this part of like where this comes in is starts where the book obviously picks it because it's kind of you're, you're meeting characters learning what's going on and stuff and this is where things pick up and i would say this starting here is kind of like my favorite parts of the book because we really get to see how she is and how how 
intellectual she is. Um, a lot of times in these books, these women are very sheltered and they're not super intelligent. And she is because she has banter and she does not put up with his shit. She tells him what she thinks. And oftentimes like they argue and he thinks, um, he thinks he's winning. And then he kind of walks away from the argument, thinks about it a little bit more and realizes he, he doesn't win. Like she's outsmarted him again. And I just, it's one of my favorite, just kind of that whole back and forth, this whole part of the book. They have lots of conversations and banter. Lots. It is banterful. <laughs> it's bountiful, banterful. Um, yeah. So she she's like, well, show me the stuff and let me see the house. And he's like, who are you again? So she, her cover story is that I am the kind of go-between mm-hmm. between the architect and you and he's kind of insulted because he's like he's a he's the shit and he thinks the architect should be there to meet him yeah he's very arrogant i never i didn't come fully around to him no like he's okay he's fine he has he has uh very specific ideas on like what women should do and where they what they should not do normal gender roles for the time yes very normal gender roles for the time like he's like this women's suffrage thing oh god and uh like yeah women working what but he's not downright wicked he's not no so the title of the book makes sense also the use of the word wicked in the book is extremely overused it's a lot i like it's it's got to be over a hundred different times over uh, easily yeah it's a lot so um yeah but it's a fun, cute scene when they first meet. This book is, heads up, it's a slow burn. And it's definitely a, like, uh, enemies to lovers kind of thing. Like, they do not get along. She's like, you're kind of an arrogant prick. And he's like, you're kind of an obnoxious lady. Um, so, yeah, the banter. There's a thing about her shoes. He, like, looks down and he sees her, her very... Um, we'll call them serviceable shoes. And he makes a comment of like, those are the ugliest shoes I have ever seen. Uh, And that like comes up through the book. So it was, but yeah. So basically she sees the house, she puts them in his place and she's like, okay, well you can either work with me and the firm, or you can try to find someone else to do this. But I understand that you've already tried that because you want this done. This is March. It happened in March. You want this done by June because they have this big ball and the queen might come and you want it done by then. Uh, That's not possible. No one's going to take this job. So, okay, whatever. Bye. So at the time I was asking you when they're having these like verbal banters, do you feel like there was chemistry there? Or do you feel like, like the chemistry just kind of eventually came out of nowhere? Good question. I I don't think it's there at first. Mm-hmm. I think it happens a little bit more a couple chapters in because then you get both their perspectives. And so the author kind of talks about it more like once they've left, this is how they feel about that. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I just, I, I kind of felt like the chemistry was, it, I, it came very quick. Like there was like, I guess maybe what you said as being a slow burn. So it was kind of like just kind of just assholery to each other. And then all of a sudden, boom. It's yeah, how, it's that's a how very I very much it. a slow burn. Um, 
this is the thing. So he's the reason he's wicked. He's had three fiancés but never been married. And she's aware of that. Everyone's aware of that reputation. Like he apparently has also been a little bit of a womanizer, although I was like, ah, I don't really believe that. Um and so her whole thing through this is like ooh, he's a wicked guy and I wouldn't mind if he tried to try a little something cuz <laughs> you know I'm like a 28-year-old widow. I'm not dead. And, and uh, well, okay. And he doesn't. Like, her, their first interactions, up, like, he doesn't try anything at all. And she, so she's like, what the, what? What is wrong with me? And his whole thing with her is like, she's annoying and she's, she seems to think she's smart. Oh, actually, she is smart. And I don't know if I like that. So, and then later it becomes, I think she's still hung up on her ex-husband because she's still running his business. So this is what, like, keeps them from, they talk themselves out of their feelings is what I kept coming up to. And I think that whole, his whole thought process on that is why I really didn't come around to him. Plus, and just, like, own personal experience, I was like, she's allowed to still, like, love her her, exactly dead husband. That's okay, you know? And shut up, dude. You're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I never, yeah, his his thought on that of just like, well, clearly you're still involved, like, you still care deeply, you've not moved on. She's like, what, a, oh, no. You can I, care okay. deeply and move on, like, or move exactly. forward, you don't move on, but whatever. Anyway. Yeah. I liked then, his cousin. I liked his yes. cousin much better. I liked his cousin and I liked her, her dead husband. So we find out um, the, the family... Wen and his cousin and stuff there and his parents they're living at a house down the road um who winds up also being his cousin gray uh his fiance's family's house so we get to meet his fiance who's a lovely bird-boned woman she seems cool <laughs> yeah um i'm like oh Which i want to read their previous books yeah yeah i'm like i want to read their book they seem more interesting they do um so maybe i'll read that one um and so she's cool her name is camille and they're talking about this lady he's like well i've hired a firm there's a lady that seems to be involved it's kind of weird (laughs) i don't know and uh gray his cousin and and his fiance are kind of like you seem to be having trouble with this a little more than you should be hmm that's weird and uh and his the fiance camilla is like well why don't you just get like a private investigator for feeling uncertain like mm-hmm. you seem to be having issues he's like yeah she's hiding something definitely i don't okay so he hires a private investigator his name is chapman and i was like damn this fancy lady has a private investigator i'm definitely reading her book she's got some stuff ladies don't just have private investigators um so so he hires a private investigator and that's pretty much what happens in that chapter, the rest of it's just banter with his cousin, who I really like, who kind of puts him in his place. Like, mm-hmm. you're thrown off because she's smarter than you. Isn't this interesting? <laughs> and he doesn't take he doesn't take well to being called out on his shit either, even from his like from her or from his family. Yeah, not at all, not at all. <laughs> and you know, he's in denial and typical typical man bullshit. Yeah. And so Miranda's back in London. They're kind of creating the plans. She's working with uh, her friend who also works with her named Clara. And they come up with the the plan of like, oh, my God, there's the other name on 
our firm, Tempest, no one knows who he is, not even we do. Let's just say that he's the architect. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, like, I'm going to be found out. They're going to find out a woman's doing this because we're kind of running out of ways to hide this. Let's just say Tempest is the architect. He's a weird recluse. And that will buy us more time. So they come up with that plan. They know it's not going to be permanent. But she's like, it's just a way where I can get more money to save up to give to the employees when basically I'm found out and and we're all fucked. So yeah. she feels inevitably it's going to get figured out. So she just wants to make sure. And it's just coming from a good place. She wants to make sure the employees are taken care of, which I says a lot yeah. about her. I appreciate that. Like I said, she's a boss bitch. So she goes back to the house um, to meet Wynn and his father and and mother and all the people. She's got her plans. And so she's come out. She's like, all right, guys. It's 1887. It's the end of England times almost. Electricity. Okay. This is the new thing. We're going to do this. And of course, Wynn is like, what? No. Which I found kind of amusing i was like this yeah. guy's only he's only 33 in this book and he's yeah such... but that's like middle age when you're that's that true. he's gonna die when he's 45 <laughs> he's so like electricity it'll burn everything down i don't want to burn it down again we just had a fire like he's such an old man yeah well he was <laughs> that time though oh my god um so she basically like works him over gets the family on her side outsmarts him again he seemed to agree before he realizes that's what he's doing yeah she works it um so yeah she's like it's all the end of england times what the fuck is wrong with you uh, and she has tea with his mom and uh her mom starts talking about like oh having a wicked man can be fun yeah. and i was like ew yes. ew ew gross <laughs> gross stop this would be like england times equivalent of like Listening to a, a future mother-in-law talk about having sex with your future father-in-law. Ew, no. I don't want to listen to that. So I had an experience like that. Not with my mother-in-law, but with a, a boyfriend, though. And she, Ew. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know who, too. Oh, I, f- oh. <laughs> I forgot about ew. I think I blocked that out more than anything. <laughs> Gross anyway gross ew well she finds out that Wynn's mother is fairly progressive for a woman that's probably like I don't know 50 in her mid 50s which is old at that time and her his mother she calls him like she's like in his face a little bit too one of my I wrote down one of my favorite like parts of the book she's I, I don't remember what's happening I think someone's arriving but she says do try to be pleasant and he says i am being pleasant she's like my mistake then i thought you were being rather stiff and stodgy and annoyed and just the tiniest bit outraged i'm sure no one noticed and it was just it was just funny how she's just like it's just sarcastic and funny calling him on his on his attitude i like her she's she's a sassy lady um she kind of calls miranda out too because miranda Mm -hmm. shares with her her she kind of spills the beans on herself she's because the Wynn's mom, Lady Fairbank, or whatever the fuck their name is, uh, is like, you know, I really admire you working. I think that's really amazing. You have great talent, and it's great you're using it. And uh, and she's like, well, 
I actually haven't told my family I'm doing this. So please, if you see them, please don't tell them. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. I thought you were so brave to be doing this, but I guess you're not as brave as I thought, which I kind of was like, damn. (laughs) But all right. Uh, She doesn't pull punches. So Yeah, I know. I was like, okay. So construction starts on the house and, uh, you know, she's going to have to travel to England or out to the country every day, but it's like an hour train ride. So his mom, of course, is like, I'm a sneaky sneak. <laughs> uh, how about you just stay, stay with us? I mean, it's silly. Because she doesn't need a chaperone because she's not it. You know what I mean? She's, she's a widowed a- bitch. She don't need mm-hmm. no chaperone. Yeah. It's a diabolical plan and I loved it. Maybe, maybe grandma, not grandma, but mom is wicked. She's the wicked one. She, it was important that she was. Maybe. She's more wicked, like funny wicked than he is wicked. Just because, yeah, and he, he, he's wicked because he had three broken uh, engagements, but also they were shitty women. They were. We learn more about them. So the first one throws him over because it turns out she catches the eye of a dude who has like more money and prospects. Which must be a lot of money because this has Winfield is rich. It's loaded. Yeah. So, okay, that's what happens with the first one. So then he he overcorrects and the second one he gets engaged to sounds like she was the most boring of boring people and like very proper. And so she calls off their engagement because he's just too, Oh God, what did it say? Like he's just too much fun. And yeah. And like too, too much man too just, you're too, too out there. You're not very proper. And like, he's pretty damn proper. So she threw him over. And I was like, okay, well, that was bad. Then the third one he meets, and he says that he could have loved her. He definitely could have. But she was in love with someone else. And so mm-hmm. he... He wasn't going to be second. Exactly. And so he bows choice, out bows out gracefully. And actually, the day of their wedding, he the he's like, you need to marry the person that you love. And mm-hmm. so they end up having their wedding, but with... Whoever the dude was. I don't know. The other dude. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you got a lot of money. I guess you can do that. So, yeah. He's really not uh, the not wicked. He seems decent, except for his chauvinist pig-headedness. Which, not to make excuses for him, but it's also the time he lives yeah. in. He's not in 2019. Exactly. Almost, you know. We England times. Right. So, we'll give him a small pass for not being... So with Miranda living there more, Miranda and uh, and Wynn start spending time together more, seeing each other more. He takes her like on this picnic one day and they share, you know, information about each other, where they want to travel and some other stuff. And um, And then it's a really nice moment. And then he says something about he calls her. He gives her a compliment. He thinks he's complimenting her and he calls her efficient. And uh, some other stoic? word. Stoic? Not no. stoic, but it was like, basically like, you're very efficient and you're very uh, quick and you get shit done. And she's like, what yeah. in the fuck are you talking about? These are not compliments. Compliments <laughs> no. are you're beautiful and you're lovely and this what? So she gets real mad. And, well, uh, you can, I mean, 
mean, I caught that. I could even be like, you're really smart, but there's, a, I mean, but not with that. No, he's like, you do it without efficient, saying, yeah, you like, and you yeah. do things that you want. Yeah, it's it. He doesn't right. deliver it well, but he didn't mean it meanly. He, you know, no, but it wasn't. Yeah. So she fucks off to London for a little bit. She's mad. She goes and visits her her sister and stuff. She's gonna make him suffer. Yeah. She's like, God damn it. What the fuck? This man's supposed to be this like rake and he hasn't tried to kiss me. And now he's like, you're very efficient. And you remind me of my governess when I was a boy. So fuck this. I'm leaving. <laughs> the ultimate compliment. You remind me of an old warted hag who was probably a spinster. <laughs> so she's like, I'm getting on the train. I'm going back home for the weekend. Screw this. So she fucks off and she goes to talk to her sister, Bianca. And, uh, and she, they're talking. Bianca drops a bomb that she wants a divorce. So that's scandalous. So go, Bianca. And then she tells Bianca, she's like, you know what? I think I need a makeover. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. And I was like, really? Okay. So uh, she, she, she needs new shoes. She needs new <laughs> shoes. Her shoes are ugly. She acknowledges they're ugly. But they're efficient and they get stuff but done. But they're serviceable. She's like, I need new dresses. And Bianca's like, praise the fucking Lord. It's been three years. I've been dying to do this. You'll go to my person because your person's horrible because they let you wear what you're wearing now. So she gives her some stuff. She makes her look all lovely. Sends her back to the country. Looking nice. He's like, there ain't no governess now. And then they do it on the stairs in front of everybody. No, they don't. But wouldn't that have been <laughs> nice if he just, she just showed up and he's like, holy shit. And then they just did it. Be a different, different. No- I, well, well, we're getting there. But th- this, they, hmm. for a bodice ripper that we thought it was, there's not a lot of bodice. There's ripping. not. It's. I told you it's a slow burn. It's a slow, slow burn. burn. So. so she shows back up she's looking very nice um while she was in london she has sister she has lunch with all of her sisters and her mother and they also all tell her she looks crappy and like i was like god damn everyone's piling on on her i felt very bad for her i was like she's allowed to dress the way she wants people it was i, I felt kind of bad for her um yeah so she shows back up at the estate out in the middle i don't know where the fuck they are England land. Whitfield estate, probably. Yes. And uh, she goes to dinner, and she's looking great, and it's there with Wynn and his cousin, and his mom and his dad, and his cousin's fiance, and I, they're like, they're, they're talking to each other and whatever, and they have a moment, and everybody sees it. They're like staring at each other with sexy predator eyes. That was not the words that were it's used. Exactly the words that were used. Sexy predator. <laughs> You're taking eyes. creative liberties there. Whitney. Well, you find exactly what was said. I didn't write it down. I just have the general sense of it. Sexy predator You're, eyes. You're, you're accurate enough. And it was like they were almost going to kiss. And of course they don't because it's slow burn for fuck's sake. And so like everybody is like, well, that was okay cool so you guys are you finally acknowledging you have feelings and they're like what are you talking about because that's just what they do like i don't know what you're talking about so to to get everyone off the scent of their their sexy predator eyes they're like okay oh my god let's show them how annoyed we are with each other all the time because all we do is argue with each other let's just do that Mm -hmm. when we get into dinner okay great good plan 
Good plan. So they're in dinner, and Wen starts in on how women can't run businesses, and maybe they should have hired a different firm. And, like, he hits it hard. He, uh... He pushes all of her buttons at once, which is not a, a not a good choice. <laughs> Never push all of a woman's buttons at once. Unless you want to die. And so it she ignites real fast. And she's smarter than he is. So she gets him to issue a challenge that the ball that they hold here every year in June will be held here in June. And if that happens, then he will pay a bonus that basically would be the another, like, doubling her commission. Double her yeah. pay. Mm-hmm. But he's a moron, and he doesn't stipulate that the work actually has to be done. He just says the ball will be held here. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like... Because she's smarter than him. She outsmarts him. So she's like, challenge accepted, motherfucker. The ball will be here in June, and I look forward to taking your fucking money. Um exactly what she says too word for word so they she leaves the table and uh his cousin meets him afterwards he's like so that was a cool dinner uh i like the show it was it was nice thank you for that um also what's wrong with you you're an idiot i enjoyed that scene again good banter his cousin's much smarter than he is he's like you do realize That you just issued a very Maybe. vague challenge and the ball could be anywhere here and you have to pay. He's like, no, no, no. She knows what I meant. He's like, we all witnessed you it. You just said it had to be here. You said nothing about the work being done. You're an idiot. I think I figured it out. What? He is wicked. Okay. He's wicked stupid. Oh, so like in the Boston way. He's wicked stupid. Yeah. Wicked stupid. That works. So though he starts writing to uh, that estate every day when she works, when she goes to check the work with them, and they have conversations, and it's enjoyable. They enjoy each other's time. We get a lot of internal musing from both of them on like, oh, these rides are actually mm-hmm. enjoyable, blah, blah, blah. Um, so Miranda, she travels into London maybe like once a week. Um, they both muse on how much they miss each other, blah, blah, blah. But again, then they talk each other out of their feelings. That's the thing that did drive me crazy about this book. I hate when, I hate when you're like, like not being like, well, and I, they talk each other out, but I kind of, so I took it as, and you're right. They do talk each other out, but I kind of took it as, um, no one, neither one was like, wanted to be like the first one to admit yes. it so it was kind of they're like both a, really prideful. they were like feeling it yeah they're kind of like feeling each other out and when like it's like so oh he's not feeling it i don't either then and that's how i kind of took it not just like they're like hey i kind of like you i kind of like you too oh this is a bad idea like no, that's not how that. it was it was just like well i'm really feeling this way for him and so i'm gonna test the waters He's going to shut my waters down. I'll be like, well, fuck him. Yeah, I don't like him. He's an asshole. And vice yeah. versa. Like, it was they, that way. No one wanted to be the first person to, like, hey, my dick's hard. I want to yeah. fuck you. Which that, no, I would have been there for that. Hey, my dick's hard. I want to <laughs> fuck you. Okay. She would have been so open for that, too. Because she's like. Well, that's what she wanted. And I don't, I don't. How did he not read I that? Know. Because he's wicked he's dumb. He's wicked dumb. Wicked stupid. Wicked stupid. Wicked, wicked dumb. I know. I was like, oh my god, they keep talking themselves out of 
their feelings and also the other person liking them. They're like, no, no, no. But also, like, let's look at the time period. And she's a pretty like forward woman. So he like he's just he should have known. Like he yeah. should have known. Come on, like, dude. Come on. I know. It was And his cousin painted a picture. Well, that's for the thing, him. yes. He his was cousin told him like stupid. multiple times. He's like, so you like her. She has predator eyes for you. You guys, like, you guys need to go bone it out in the yeah. the linen closet. The staircase. The staircase. For God's sake. Like, go, go do the damn go thing. Pound it out. You'll be so much happier. Um, and so will Whitney because she'll oh get my to read God. It. it took forever. So her sister shows up at the, the country estate. Her, uh, Bianca. She's like, Woo! there buddy why are you here because she's told everybody she's just like an extended stay she's just a house visiting Mm -hmm. you know blah 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 because i guess that's what they did in england times because they didn't have netflix (laughs) so her sister shows up and she's like "Mm, i'm just talking to you know lady fairborough here Mm -hmm. she's told me all about the work you've been doing we're just so proud of you and then Miranda's like, well, fuck. So Wynn's mom, Lady Fairbrow, leaves and she's like, Bianca, what the fuck are you actually doing here? <laughs> she's like, well, I kind of figured out that you were running the business, but it turns out you're doing a little more than that, isn't it? I got you. It's essentially what happened. Exactly what happened. Yeah. She's like, ha 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 ha. And if I caught you, then these other motherfuckers are going to catch you because... I ain't no sleuth, so you're not covering your tracks very well. She's not Scooby-Doo. She is not Scooby-Doo. And she's like, ah, you, good point. I know it's going to end. So she tells Bianca. But it wasn't anything she didn't know. She, like, she was planning for it to end. That's why she made the bet. That's why she was putting herself out there, taking a bigger risk than she really had been and what she should be doing because she knew it was going to happen, but she wanted to take care of her employees. She wanted all that monies to put in the Mm -hmm. fund so she could take care of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she so she's like, okay, Bianca, don't tell the family. I will tell them. I'm planning on it, but don't tell them. She's like, I'm not going to tell anybody. I think it's great. I think what you're doing is awesome. Uh, hashtag boss bitch England times. But <laughs> you have to be better because I figured it out. I didn't figure out all of it, but I figured out enough. She's like, okay, fair point. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell people and so this doesn't blow up in my face well you know so like everyone is so support everyone that knows the truth everyone's super supportive it's like it's the worst kept secret he it's just yeah this is some of the issues it's I poorly have. kept yeah it's yeah it, well like, and it's people just, know it's a non-issue and she's making it issue and it's an issue for her for the sake of the plot of the story so that's just where some things it's just like it's just drug out too much to a point. Yeah. It was, it was like, this wasn't really a huge thing. Like, yeah, it'd be bad. Cause like you're a lady in 1880s doing this and like, there would be some scandal, I'm sure. But also like, you're really a rich lady. And if you're going to marry this dude who's super, super rich, like it will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was just like, ugh, okay, fine. So, ah, my throat is so sore and I'm out of water. Um, do, 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 do. Let me see here. All right. So the private investigator shows up with some shit. He's like, hey, I haven't figured it all out, but I got some of it for you if you're interested. 
Uh, it looks like Miranda has really been doing all of the architectural stuff even before her husband died. Uh, yeah. And Wynn is like, what? What, 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 what? And then he's like, oh, that kind of actually makes sense. Yeah, she's here a lot. (laughs) Honestly, I I, already talked about this. Like, this was part of one of my more favorite parts that his his reaction is basically a non-reaction. Yeah. He's like, hmm. It wasn't what I expected. So I expected, because, okay, we we didn't have people killing people for titles. We didn't have arson. I was like, okay, here's where it's going to fall apart. He's going to get mad at her for not telling the truth. He's going to send her away. Like, this is going to be the conflict. Yeah. No, he was like, (laughs) he was like, huh. Wow. That that actually actually makes sense. Well, now that I think about the fact that she's here. And she's looking at all the drawings, and she's watching over Making construction, choice, yeah. and she she does know a shit ton about architecture stuff. Oh, that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. Well, well done. But, but he does not confront her. He wants her to tell, like, tell him in her own time. Yes. He's like, well, it's hers to tell. I'm going to let her tell me when she trusts me. So then that becomes a big thing he's like she doesn't trust me she hasn't told me yet she still loves her dead husband she's all about ghost infidelity and she doesn't (laughs) trust me yet so that's all it is for the rest of this book for him he has some abandonment issues which i get because he's been dumped three times i kind of feel him i do sidebar that would make an excellent plot twist if a witch brings her dead husband into the now and you know, maybe Ooh. then she's a female polygamist and oh yeah oh this book just took a turn i'd be there for that i'm not gonna keep going i could keep going but i don't want to request for that story and then i'm making another three-part mad lib series in a month so never mind uh yeah so he's like but i do not know who this tempest is yet it's not quite making sense i'll go figure that out still boop 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 boop, boop. so he screws off so Miranda goes back to London uh, and she goes with her sister because that was the, yeah. Maka's like, oh, we're, we're going back to London. <laughs> um, Wynn's like, oh, well, I got business there too. So they run into him. Bianca invites mm-hmm. him to a family dinner. And and her family still doesn't know about her, her well, besides her sister. And her family's big and they're kind of loud. And she's always been, she says, I've always been the like quiet one, the meek one. There's six of us. I'm the youngest. They've always babied me. And it's just a lot of work. I just find it easier to just like, just be quiet and not pick my battles. So Wynn goes to this dinner and he is watching all of this stuff happen. And he's like, oh, this family's really loving and kind. But who the fuck is this Miranda? Like, this is not the person... I've been arguing with for a month and a half. Uh, She doesn't say a word. And what? What? But I think, I don't think it's like, oh, why do I get the asshole chick? I think he's kind of like, wait, no, like be who you're supposed to. Like he recognizes that who she is with him is who she really is. Yeah. He like does not like it. He's like, what is wrong with these fuckers? Why are they? Yeah. What? What? And like, he's like, oh, there are some things that have been said that she would have been yelling at me. Why is she not yelling? What's going on? Why do they not get in trouble? Yeah, he's like, this is not fair. Um, and so he's watching this go on, and uh, they're 
they're talk they talk about her business briefly like something about like oh it's so nice that you've you know been able to kind of see that through but they have no idea she's actually running it or that you know mm-hmm. she they just think like her those gentlemen who work there are doing it and running it right but he doesn't know her family doesn't know right no he he doesn't think anybody knows they're not aware of anybody knowing um but he they're like oh miranda we're just so glad though that you're not involved with all of that because my goodness the scandal and And (laughs) for whatever reason that it pisses when off and he they talk about like protecting her and just like oh she just needs to be she need- oh i know what pisses him off one of the sister-in-laws leans over because he's like making eyes at at miranda kind of like are you alive are you who are you a zombie person who are you now are you yeah. all right like keeps looking at her and one of the sister-in-law leans over and she's like what are you doing i see you look like i hope your intentions and things you need to be careful she is a fragile and vulnerable woman and he's like that is it you all are fuckers she is not fragile or vulnerable at all and he like starts telling that to the sister-in-law but very loudly and it's one of those moments where everyone gets quiet and he goes on this like he has a knack for that (laughs) he must have one of those big booming voices i imagine it's like Uh, oh yeah i dig it I like him a little bit more now. It's probably like the Beauty and the Beast thing, I imagine, where he's like, you will join me for dinner! And, like, I think that's probably how he starts talking. Like, rah, 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 rah. Like, everything's a command. Does he give her a library, too? Because, okay. I mean, the house sounds big. I'm sure he does. Um, so, yeah, he basically is like, uh, she is one of, like, the most intellectual, amazing people I've met who always shares her opinion and tells you when you're being stupid and she does not need to be coddled. Like, he goes on a very nice, it's very sweet, uh, rampage in front of her family. And, uh, and when it's all done, he's like, oh, that was all out loud. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of like, you know, you're talking out loud. Don't, don't, no. Yeah, everyone heard that. So Miranda excuses herself because she is like, okay, I gotta go now. Uh, and he chases after her. He thinks he's really stuck his foot in it. And he's like, oh shit. So he gets out there and uh, she's like, did you mean all of that stuff that you just said that you think I'm pretty much like the most amazing human you've ever met? And he's like, uh, duh. And then some of her fucking brothers show up. The protector. Yeah, because they're like, what is happening? And you're like, go away, because they're finally going to fuck. Go away. How many times did you have this internal monologue with yourself? Like, yes, they're going to fuck. Fuck, they're not going to fuck. Oh, it happened at least two or three times, because there were several moments where they were like, (laughs) like, touching like close like predator eyes and you're like finally and then like contemplating like the next thing and then it just like and they talk it they talk themselves out of it yeah they talk themselves out of it or whatever yeah so i was like i swear to god if these brothers ruin my sexy times i'm gonna be so mad but they show up and they're like blah 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 we're brothers of england times it's not important they're just doing brother things (laughs) um Anyway, so they fuck off. So then uh, Miranda's like, I'm going home. Uh, or, or you could take me to your house. It's closer. I was like, whoa, girl. Like, 
Like she finally like, because he's not a mind reader. You know, she's been upset that he's not. Exactly. He's, not a, he's not a mind reader. He's like, yep, mm-hmm. let's go. Okay. okay. Like, and he doesn't like hesitate. Like, are you no, sure? Like, like, he doesn't like. Okay, let's do that. Yep. Plan B. Yep. Plan B is good. Let's go. <laughs> I like. He throws her over her shoulder exactly. and runs. He's like, taxi. Like, that doesn't even exist yet. So, yeah, they go back to his house and they finally have sexy times. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Technically. Technically. So, my favorite part of these books are what we call genitalia. What we call. And what we call. What we call. What they call genitalia. And so, it's kind of not exciting. I like he has a yeah, cock. It's cock. I was kind of disappointing. And I have to. You have to. I I cannot read the word cack as cock. cock. Like I can't be and I can't be an intelligent like uh, mature woman about cock. It's always in my head. My internal dialogue says cack. Okay. Well, I don't know why. And then she she doesn't have any part. Yeah. It never. Names. It's just always like. No, it just referred to like being inside like of she her feels his being a, yeah or yeah. she feels his heat or his quivering cack yeah his heated cock it did say he drank of her and i just you had a problem with that. Like that so i don't have a problem with it because it paints a very descriptive picture and i'm kind of like okay yeah i mean i'm not mad <laughs> I was like, does this just turn into vampire England Scooby-Doo time? Like, he's not drinking her blood, Whitney. But like, he's not drinking her blood. Has there ever been a point where, never mind, I won't even go down there. <laughs> like, he's drink, drinking it, Whitney. Drinking it. It's so yep. viscous. You're drinking it. Do you need a straw? Should I get you a spooge sponge for her to just sop it up? Like, I don't think there's so much of it and it's so liquidy that you need to, to drink it up. Thank you. You're slurping. You're not drinking. You're slurping. Oh, God. Thank God they didn't say slurp it up. Ooh. <laughs> that paints a picture, though. It's, uh, it's, it's, I feel like this is not the right word, but it's like, it's a visceral vision it's of what's happening. Something. And you gotta take because you're. This is this is the first sexy time you're getting, it's and the it's only the only sexy, sexy time. time you're getting. Which is and so we're past halfway in the book. But yeah, yeah. I I like that. She's not. I. I she's not shy. I like that she knows what she wants exactly. She's not like covering herself up. And if you know, no, she. I mean, she's the one that initiated this, and I. It's refreshing. It was. Compared for how most of these books it was. Are. She was all about it. She was like, let's do this. And I, I appreciate that. And and she's not like under some pretense of like, I have to wait till I'm married. Yeah. Or da, da, da. Like, no, like she's she's a modern woman in 1887. She is. She's a modern lady of the late England times. And I'm okay with him drinking okay. her. So we'll disagree. That's disagree fine. That I part. just am like, ugh, drank of her. Drank of her. There's not a better way to describe that. Okay. But with that description, you know what his face looked like when he popped up over there looking... Covered in juices. Juicy. Just covered, just drenched. It looks like he stuck his head in a watermelon. He just is dripping. And he needs a... It's in his eyebrows. Yeah, he needs a handkerchief. 
You just dab that shit off, man. You just no. You shouldn't be sopping. What are you doing down there? I don't know. Putting in some work. Apparently. apparently. Rightfully so. He's doing it to her. Ugh. But after sexy time, which is the only one you get, which is very disappointing. Um, very. You know, he's like, okay, so we can get, you know, I want to get engaged and we'll get married. And she's like, I don't want to be your fourth fiance. Broken engagement. Because that hasn't yeah. gone well for you. And he's like, what? She's like, maybe you're cursed. I don't know. It's not great. Well, which is interesting that to the man in the situation that well doing the doing the doing the slurping equals well now we gotta we gotta get engaged because things happen and that's what you're supposed to do and she's like whoa 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 and it, again in these books it's usually the other way around and i think he's just like the fuck are you talking about my seed is in your belly we gotta get married Gross. Gross. It's doing it to him. Yeah, because no one has said, like, I love you or anything like that. No. And she's like, I don't... Well, I mean, uh, I don't... now, hold on. No one said the words, I love you. Correct. But I feel like he made his thoughts known by standing up for... Like, he, he made a big for... gesture. So, I mean... But still, but later in the yes. book, they're still like, I mean, do you love... Like, like you gotta say it. Well, it's because they can't be honest with each other. I mean, they don't have emotional. Neither one of them have emotional no. intelligence. They Let's don't. leave it they there. Have issues, right? Three broken engagements, a dead husband. They have lots of baggage. They got lots of stuff. I get it. Okay. I feel like I was just no. <laughs> talking about your three broken engagements. We'll get to that later. Um. Yeah, they got baggage. It's fine. But she's like, I don't want to be like engaged and he's like well what the hell and so he is really pissed he takes that as like a yeah he's like we're never gonna get married then i can't believe you've denied me she's like i didn't say i wouldn't marry you i just don't want to be like engaged and fianced she's like i'm fianced so he's like hmm mm, no i'm gonna no so he fucks off to england he just or london he's like nope i'm going to the city goodbye i'm going to my big fancy city house and you go back to the country and keep working so he pouts like a baby he was rejected rejected and he doesn't take it well he doesn't know how he's a a white man in 1880 this is new for him a very rich white man so it's it's hard for him it's hard so she goes back to the house and she keeps working and and the ball is going to happen soon. And she's like, well, I guess I'll, oh God, I'll prepare for that, I guess. Like, Ooh, should I go after him? And her, his mother's like, no, don't you no, dare. Let him stew in your juices some more. Oh, gross. Oh, God. <laughs> Their crock pot of love. <laughs> gross. It's just, it's fester. Oh, it's, um. It's um fermenting. Ew. So now it's kefir? No, kombucha. Okay. Well, mm. Cooch kombucha. Ugh. Cooch kombucha. Cooch kombucha. Coochie kombucha. Oh god. There's You know someone would drink if that. If our, if our, uh, yeah. Definitely. Winfield. <laughs> he loves that. La 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 la. 
yes. So he's gone. It's been like a, a week and Randall's like, okay, uh, maybe I should go after him. Like, no, absolutely not. Don't do it. He's being a twit. Stop it. Meanwhile, when is talking to his dad and stuff. No, he's ambushed by the moms. Yes. Ambushed by the moms. They're like, what are you going to do about this mess that you have made? And he's like, look, I like propose. And she said no. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. And they're like, she didn't say she no. She told you what to do. She just said she didn't want to be engaged to you because yeah. you've got some bad shit with engagement. You do. Okay. Yeah. So just just figure out how to not have a, an engagement and just take care of it. He's like, hmm. Hmm. Just do it to him. And then his dad, he talks to his dad and his dad's like, don't go to her, but you need compromise. You got to compromise, son. You should write a letter. At least let her know. So he starts writing her letters and she's all like, oh, good. He's blah, blah, blah. And they're very sweet. We don't get to hear them. So maybe he's just like, my dick misses you. I'm hoping that's what they say. <laughs> really hoping yes, that's I, what I, they say. I missed your juicy kombucha. I want to drink from you. My dick misses you. P.S. Uh, my dick wants to drink from you. I don't know. Does it work that way? Yeah, his little Winfield. <laughs> my little Winfield. My little Winfield would like to partake of your lady uh, juice. Would your little lady Garrett like to come play with my little Winfield? <laughs> pip pip cheerio. I don't understand why we haven't written a book yet, frankly. <laughs> Clearly we are eloquent as fuck. Um, so he, he comes home right before the ball she has set it all up outside she's like i won the bet motherfucker ball's happening uh and he's like he doesn't really question no he's like i got you then while he was away he chapman and uh, the investigator and him meet up and he figures out who tempest is and i was like oh okay great we're going to get something like it was somebody messing. I don't know. It's going to be something like her husband was up to something. Maybe like maybe he was a right. spy or maybe there was. A- or maybe this is the guy who burned down the place exactly. to get business. Or something. Yeah. Give me something. Tempest is. Bum, bum, bum. Miranda's older brother. So her husband had gone to him for a loan. Because he was really, he needed it to help start the business. And then he went back to him a little while later because he was bad with money and needed more money. And that is the extent of that. It was very disappointing. Yeah, it was basically nothing. It was nothing. There was no reason for that to exist in this story at all. It was a dumb plot line. So we know that now. Gar- uh, Wynn goes back to London. He meets up with Lady Miranda. They kind of have made up. Okay, fine, whatever. Then a dude shows up, and it's Chapman, the investigator. The brother, who has been giving money under the name of Tempest, has hired him to be Tempest. Because, and this didn't make sense to me exactly. Uh, I couldn't quite follow this. The brother knows that Wynn knows, because he confronts him. Um, Yes. The arrangement was that Tempest was just a silent money partner. Miranda has been telling people that he's the architect, but that it was a new development. 
So the brother didn't come up with that. Miranda did. Okay, fine. But this investigator introduces himself to Miranda as Tempest. She's like, what? And talks about doing the architecture work. I was like, nope, that's not right. Hmm. Because, no, it's not. because the brother doesn't right, know that. Right. Because that's not what, right. that's not the lie that he, nope, she's only told when that because they just came up with that. Pl- nope, that's not right. So I was like, okay, yeah. this is stupid. Yeah. That whole, this whole part doesn't need to be there at all, though. And then there's several chapters of, I mean, the witty bander is nice, but after a while you're like, yeah, 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 go fuck some more. Go find a shed and fuck each other. So anyway, the, the, all this does is give Miranda panic for like two chapters of like, who is this man and what is he trying to do? He's He figured it out. Now he's trying to get into my company and like blackmail me or something. I have to figure this mm-hmm. out. That's all this is. It's like unneeded worry. And so she's like, well, I've decided to come clean. I'll have to tell him. And so it's the day of the ball. And uh, she's like, I need to figure out who this Tempest fucker is so that he doesn't destroy me. I hear that Camille knows a private investigator. I'm going to ask her really quick if she could give me that information so I can get a little bit more information before I tell when, because I want to know who this guy is. So she goes to Camille. She's like, hey, I hear you have a dude. Uh, I need his name and like his cell phone. Can you give me his number? I'm going to text him. She's like, cell phone. Yeah. And Camille was like, well, I can but you should probably know when uh, already knows him. Knows. He hired him to investigate you when you first started. Uh, and uh, they figured out that you run the company and that you're the architect. And oh, by the way, this was like a month and a half ago. So you should probably know that. So, of course, she's pissed. <laughs> so she confronts him and he's she's like, you fucking knew. You fucking knew all this time. And you didn't say anything to me unfucking believable he's like well you didn't tell me she's like no mm-mm. don't play that game so they have a little bit of a tiff but mm-hmm. uh and then she's like oh did you hire him to be this tempest fucker too because uh camille told me that's who that guy is he's like nope that was your brother that's a bad idea i told him it was a bad idea you should go yell at him <laughs> she's like i will so they clear it up it's fine and then the ball's going on and they kind of make up and he's like, look, I know you don't want to be my fiance. Engaged. And like, yeah. we'll figure it out. I understand. She's like, just come with me. Shut up, please. And he's like, no, we really need to figure this out. And he, she's like, just shut up. shut up. Shut up. Your dad's getting ready to give his toast to speech. And he's like, I hear it every year. I'd rather figure this out with you. And she's like, I swear to God. Shut up. You don't shut up. So she drags him off, and then right at that moment, his dad announces the engagement of his son and Lady Miranda Garrett, and then he's all like, oh shit, we're fiance now, that's cool, and then we're done. So there was no Scooby-Dooing. No, there was an epilogue. Well, I didn't read the epilogue. <laughs> oh, the so the epilogue is the wedding. Oh, okay. Well, no, I guess not. So they're getting married at a place, and it's like, because I mean, he's like a high standard guy, like. He's no, I don't know, noble, but he's 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 titled right, and they're getting married at a place that's not like super highbrow, and he's kind of concerned because they shouldn't because they're like higher ranking, they shouldn't get married at a place that a wedding has never occurred. So they're but they're going to be the first wedding there, and it's not. I mean, 
societally that's not how it should be but it's not a big deal again there's a big issue but then it's a non-issue it's the same thing that most of the story was so overall like the book i have issues i have issues but though the positives definitely outweigh the negative and would would highly recommend and honestly i liked a writer i liked even my issues i had she needs a better editor mm-hmm. all right i had a lot of i had a lot of uh, grammatical errors i had spelling errors the word wicked was used 75 too many times too much but um but it was good overall i thought it was really good all things considered because i like these type of books but like i think we've already said but it's just this went a different way and it went in a good like feminist dish kind of yeah. way like a positive woman like sister preach yeah. kind of way it was written so. in 2013 which i was like this is not um a historical textbook whitney this was written in 2013 oh that's right <laughs> like <laughs> oh sure this wasn't written in 1887 this was written right now. it was not a uh so yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. I dug that she was twenty eight. I dug that she was widowed. I dug that she liked her husband. I dug that she liked sex. I wish there was more sex. That's bullshit. Uh, I dug that she was smart. I dug that she was the boss bitch of the England Times. Uh, yeah, he grew on me a little bit, but I never got there all the way. I never. I know, and now, and I, I think that's the issue. Is I never. Like, I liked his cousin, and honestly, I liked her. Her, her the dead husband. Dead husband. Yeah. I think he was a better dude. This guy, I uh, and I get that she wasn't honest with her feelings, but also like, like be a man, like do it to yeah. him, step yeah. it up. It is eighteen eighty seven. Like you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Tiny joy, my tiny joy. I'm going first this week because I mm-hmm. can. My tiny joy is awesome, and you're gonna like it too. Okay. Because my tiny joy is yo ass gets to see my ass tomorrow morning. Yeah. So it hasn't happened yet. It's a future tiny joy. It could go horribly wrong. But when they're listening to it, it's in the past. And it, it happened. It happened. Knock on wood. We get to see each other. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. We get to have family Christmas time. Uh-huh. Can we go caroling? No. What the fucking... No. I mean, if you want to just walk around my neighborhood and sing, that's your choice. It's definitely happened, you know. Can we build a gingerbread house? If you bring one, sure. Can we build a snowman? Oh, that could definitely happen. This, I mean, the the movie, yes. not the actual snowman. No, I want to build a snowman. There's no snow, bitch. Well, I'll rent a snow cone machine and we will make a snowman. Are you going to burn down the Christmas tree lot and close Banana Hammock's roller skate factory in the process? No. I know how this ends. And ghost infidelity. Always ghost infidelity. Always. An almost dead puppy. What's your tiny joy, Whitney? My tiny joy. What is my tiny joy? Because you get to see see me tomorrow. Yeah, what if I just was like, yeah, I get to see you, you dumb face. That's why, that's why I had to just be a hashtag boss bitch and do mine first so you couldn't steal that's it. fine. My tiny joy. I like reality TV competitions and I'm very loyal hmm. to the ones I watch. So I don't watch a lot, but I... The cupcake ones. No, I don't, I don't, no, I don't really watch those. What's that? The one where it's like awful baby. Nailed it. Lorelai loves yeah. that one. She I hate loves that. it. Um... 
No. So I forgot that Project Runway started. So I watched I watched the first two episodes of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, this. I forgot how nice this was. This is fun. I'm going to watch people be creative and make things. But and so that was nice. In the first episode, there's a woman. I don't know what country she's from. She was walking around the the fabric store. She was like, I am looking for the fox leather. I'm looking for the fox leather. And I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? She's trying. She's saying faux leather. Because there's an X on there. I was like, oh, well, that just made my day. Speaking of things that like you just like, wow, you didn't get that. Can I share one more thing that happened to me Mm -hmm. the other day? I was, I don't, uh, I was at a store and my total was $6 and 35 cents. I gave the cashier cash. I gave the cashier a quarter. I gave the cashier a dime. Okay. I gave the cashier a 10 and I gave her a one. Cause he wanted $5 back. She did not get it. And she thought I was insane and kept trying to hand me my $1 back. Oh my God. And it was just like, <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> And she was like, it's only $6. I was like, right. And I'll get a, I'll get $5 back. I was like, well, I don't need more ones. And she's like, but it's only $6. I'm like, I want a $5 bill. I know. Oh, that's nice. I felt bad, but also frustrated. But also, I mean, I didn't get mad at her. It's not her fault. It's, so I don't know, the public, public school she went to. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but I was just, and then she wasn't like a young kid or anything like that. It was just. Oh, man. I know. I was trying to like explain it without being like, yeah, I got it. You know what I mean? But I was just like, wow. You're like, give me the fours. All right, now I'm going to give them back with this other one. No, give me the five. <laughs> give me a five. Right. Like, I wasn't trying to like pull like some change, like scam on her. But anyway. That's funny. All right. All right. Well, that's it. I'm tired. My throat hurts. And I'm going to cancel Christmas because my throat hurts. So there we go. Tell them where they can find us. Oh, God. Uh, PlatonicLifeMates.com. It's our website. You can also find us on Instagram at PlatonicLifeMates. You can send us an email at PlatonicLifeMate at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at PlatonicLifeMates and on our Facebook group at PlatonicLifeMates Adult Lady Friendship Coven. And those are the places. Let us know if we should get a Twitter, if we should start tweeting. Oh, I cannot twat. I do not know how it works. I'm old, but I will try. The past tense of tweet is twat. In my world, it is. Okay, fair. Let us know if you want us to be out there twatting. All right, little twatters. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.